0: All right, we're back again. Joy of the Eucharist, Advent retreat with the Holy Family.
1: Day 18. Day
0: 18, here we go. So we're getting closer, closer and closer to the big day. Christmas is right around the corner. Um, do you feel ready? I'm medium ready at best. Actually, I'm a little behind. <laughs> um, <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, behind but I'm not, on my shopping. Not stressed about it I at all. I could do more praying. Yeah, definitely need to pray some more. Advent is slipping away. It's almost time, but... Begin again. Yes. And we're still on the journey. And that journey, journey to Bethlehem, journey to Jesus' birth, takes on a great deal of significance today. Why?
1: Where are we going today? Do
0: you want to know why? Yes, I do. Today we're going to talk about the journey, the travel, of Mary and Jesus to Bethlehem. They're getting there. They're going, right? Last time we talked about the census. Uh Uh-oh, we got to go. Today... They're going. We're going to follow along with them as they journey, as they travel to Bethlehem.
1: On their road trip. Father, do you like road trips?
0: I don't, actually. A little uh, personal detail about me. I don't like road trips. You're like all cramped in the car. It takes forever to get there. Um, I'd like to get out. I'm, you know, I'm kind of tall, so you got to scrunch up and be all in one small position for a really long time. And road trips are just a pain in the donkey, you know? <laughs> uh
1: huh.
0: Can you imagine doing a road trip without on a literal donkey? A 7-11 yes, on no a 7 donkey? Eleven? Yes, <laughs> no 7 Eleven. No icy, comfy no, Slurpee, seats, no No seats, no stopping for her chips. Yeah, none uh-huh. of that. Bathroom breaks are on the side of the road. and With
1: bad guys all around robbers, trying to rob you. Yes,
0: and it's dangerous and it takes days. Not just hours and hours; it takes days. No AC, no heat. If it's more than six hours, I'd say we should fly. But for the Holy Family, they did not have that option. Yeah, and how long did it take? How long was their journey? Invented yet? What a lovely question! I just happened to know that it would have taken the Holy Family four days. The current hypothesis among biblical scholars is that it would be about a four-day journey. Um, Mary and Joseph would have traveled about those 90 miles, averaging two and a half miles per hour, eight hours a day, walking eight hours a day,
1: or on a donkey, on a donkey, which you know, it was always Mary on the donkey, Mm -hmm. Joseph Mm -mm. walked the whole way. That's why going back to our episodes before on Joseph, Mm -hmm. that's one of the um, defenses for it being, uh, him being a young young Joseph.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. And the donkey was probably young too.
1: Had to be. Had to be. <laughs> yeah, so then you're talking about all your, I don't get my snacks or yeah. my stretching. Yeah, yeah, Mary is super pregnant. So pregnant. Where are we on the fruit count?
0: I think it's so a big we m- from- watermelon. Do they get to watermelon? <laughs>
1: can- Not mine. So. No, maybe a little, well, one of those little mini watermelons. Little watermelon. Those are so good. Very
0: pregnant, though. So
1: much easier to cut.
0: Very uncomfortable. Yes. Very long trip. Road trip. But it's in that adversity, that sacrifice, that the Holy Family is happy to do for the love of the Lord, his glory, and and the fulfillment of this prophecy that Christ will be born in Bethlehem.
1: But it had to have been so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And to think of our road trip frustrations, their frustrations would have been magnified, and they dealt with it. I'm sure, so saintly. saintly ways, yeah. So, so saintly. And I've mentioned before, but sometimes Mary can be so hard to relate to for me because uh, my go-to would be yelling at my kids, being annoyed, putting my headphones in and zoning out. No
0: headphones didn't exist.
1: Nope. She didn't have any of that. Mm -mm. And so this really long journey to Bethlehem was a moment of purification for them that they just... Once again, said yes to mm-hmm. and accepted.
0: Yeah. And why Bethlehem, right? Jesus could have chosen to be born in any city in the whole world. I love this. This is my Could favorite. have been Edmund, right? But it wasn't. But it wasn't. Actually, kind of it was because he's born here every day if you go to Mass. But you're right. <laughs> that was not Edmund. He picked Bet lechem.
1: But why, Father, why?
0: Well, for many reasons. Um, bet Lechem means house of bread in Hebrew, and it is the ancestral home of King David. So there are two reasons right there.
1: So let's talk about the King David stuff first, mm-hmm. so we can get to my favorite part.
0: King after. David was chosen, anointed by God, King of Israel, and God promised him, your kingdom will have no end. And from you... O Bethlehem, will come a ruler, which will have no end. He will have dominion forever. So it's so important that Jesus be born there in this royal house of David to carry on that covenant, that, that um, promise that God made, that this king of Bethlehem will reign forever and ever and ever. And then... Which that's really cool. That's pretty cool. It's pretty I cool. I mean,
1: fulfilling a positive prophecy. I mean... Fulfilling a prophecy is pretty cool. Pretty cool. But this whole meaning of Bethlehem. Uh-huh. I can't say it like you. I don't have your talent. <laughs> Bethlehem
0: is Lechem. just mind Means bread. blowing. Yeah.
1: House of bread. Because of the Eucharist, because, of the Eucharist. because little tiny baby Jesus right. is going to be our bread. Bread of Food life for the
0: whole world. Yes. Yeah. When he says, I am the bread of life, the same word, lechem, is what he uses um, from Bethlehem. So foreshadowed, even from his birth, was the greatest gift that he would ever give us, which is the Holy Eucharist. So we can think Mary and Joseph are on their way to the birth of Jesus, on their way to the place, the house of bread, where Jesus is to be born. They're doing their last minute preparations. Um we can think in our own lives, how do we prepare for the birth of Jesus at Christmas, which we're doing through this whole retreat, but how do we prepare for this house of bread, coming to the house of bread every time we come to Mass? Oh, right? that's good. That's what are deep. the ways we get our hearts going? We might not be on the donkey, we're in the minivan, but what are some of those ways as we travel to the house of bread that we can prepare ourselves?
1: So the church gives us the fast. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the fast.
0: There's an hour fast.
1: When? Before before. the reception
0: of Holy Communion, right? And again... Does
1: coffee count in that fast?
0: That's a great question. There's actually divided opinion on that particular question. Some say, yes, coffee does count against the fast. Some say, no. The only drink that doesn't count against the fast is water.
1: So to play it safe. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. But there are a few theologians, Cardinal Burke among them, who say that if you're drinking coffee for the sake, like in a medicinal way, for the sake of being alert and aware at mass, to be able to pay attention, it's okay. then it's okay. But not the, tr- you know, caramel frappe, delicious monstrosity from the Starbucks. Sure, that the makes sense. It's good old black coffee to... Keep your eyes open.
1: And if you don't like that, then there's your, your penance there's along penance with it to Mass, yeah. make your fast even better.
0: And the hour fast before Holy Communion is so doable because most of it is while you're sitting there in Mass. So a lot of people, I encourage you, challenge yourself. It used to be a three-hour fast. Before that, it was a, a fast from midnight the night before. Um, we can stretch ourselves to prepare our hearts to receive Jesus. But there are so many other ways too, right? Like we need to pray and ask the Lord to make a place for himself within our souls, within our hearts.
1: For families on the way to Mass, you can turn off the radio and turn on some Gregorian chant or some praise and worship, or you can listen to a lot of apps that have the readings of the day. So you can listen to them to get your mind ready for what you're going to be listening to at Mass, entering into that part of the Mass a little bit more.
0: I love that. That's a great suggestion. But you know,
1: the devil always gets us on the way to Mass. So it's a battle. It is a fight. So fight for peace in preparation for the Eucharist.
0: And if you're having a really hard time getting there, you can always look back and imagine Mary on the donkey, Joseph walking beside, probably not as rough a terrain that you're facing as they are.
1: So this week... Your meditation homework is going to be to make a stop at the Adoration Chapel and just stare at that bread of life. Stare at Jesus and don't say anything to him. Just look at him and let him look at you. And that's it. But then also bonus homework is going to be to look at how you prepare yourself for each Mass. Take a look at it. Is there anything that you need to cut out? Is there anything that you'd want to add? Talk to your family about it. Talk to your spouse about it. And make that time of preparation as
0: holy as you can, Mm -hmm. realistically right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Think about how you travel to receive him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm.